Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us info at businesschef.org. Hello and welcome back to the Business Chef Podcast with me, Chef Sean Boucher. Thank you for joining us. And now for the continuation of Chef Jenny's interview. It's a humdinger. It is one of those that, man, I just really enjoyed. I learned a lot from. She's very inspiring, has been through a lot of stuff, and I'm just really excited to get back into it. So Without further ado, I'm going to stop yapping, and we're going to get back into the continuation of Chef Jenny's story and her journey, because man, it's a good one. My other business is, um, I have a podcast about craft beer. It's called Beer Talk Radio. It is the only craft beer podcast in the business section. Why is it in the business section? Well, because what I really want to talk about, what I'm really passionate about is leadership and training, organization, customer service, and knowing how to hire for character and knowing how to build a strong team. And even as managers, always knowing how to check your own ego and do what is in the best interest of your team in order to keep everyone happy and not to have a high turnover. But I use craft beer as the vehicle to talk about a lot of those subjects. Also sales, I talk a lot about sales. And then I also do a lot of beer pairing and beer reviews. So it's not, it's not your typical craft beer podcast. I try to make sure that I cover a variety of topics. It's very important to me to keep it interesting. It's not just enough to talk about craft beer. I want to tell the stories of the entrepreneurs that are opening these small, local, independent breweries. I want to engage the craft beer consumer on trying more different beer styles from more different local companies that are in their city. I encourage people to cook with beer or to pair things with beer. I just did a beer can chicken episode. I did two beer and chocolate episodes. I have a a beer and cheese episode coming up soon. Um, Let's see what else. Um, And then I also try to keep it fun. So occasionally I'll throw in a cool bonus episode. So I have two Game of Thrones episodes. So for all of you Game of Thrones fans out there, I have something for you. I have a couple of sports-oriented episodes. I have one where I go to AT&T Park and go to a Giants game and just record everything that's happening. And it makes you feel like you're right there with me. It's a lot of fun. Um, I do silly bonus episodes where I'll go on someone else's podcast and we'll talk about whatever they want to talk about. So my audience gets to know me as more than just a beer chick. They get to know me as more than just a chef. They get to know the real Jenny and my crazy, bad out of hell, sophisticated party girl vibe. (laughs) Sophisticated party girl. That's great. Sophisticated party girl. Exactly. (laughs) So I, I want to, I want to take a second and plug the show because prior to us, uh, prior to you coming on and talking to us, which we're incredibly grateful for, I definitely had to go on and check out your podcast. And I have to say that there is a level of authenticity there that you do not see everywhere. (laughs) I think. Thank you. 
Well, and I, you know, that's one thing I, I just want to mention is that I think people nowadays are seen through the facade. They're seen through when people try to put on a show. And I think people gravitate more towards authenticity and they gravitate more towards, you know, people who are real and, and have real struggles and have real successes and real uh, disappointments. Like we want to know about all that. Hence, you know, reality TV and the popularity there. But I just think that more and more people gravitate towards people that are true and are and authentic and honest. And I have to say that your podcast is definitely that. Thank you so much. Um, my parents both worked in education. So I've always had a great mastery of the English language. I was, I've always been a great writer, even at a young age. So when I did this podcast, I knew that the core of what I was trying to do besides business and besides craft beer was storytelling. And if I don't tell stories and if I'm not relatable, if I'm not cracking jokes here and there, nobody's going to fucking care because there's, there's a thousand craft beer podcasts on on iTunes. And I've listened to a lot of them. I think they're garbage. It's the same old, same old all the time. I want to know what happened in your brewery that set you back six months. Did you get into an altercation with the health department? Tell me about that. Have you ever hired people that you've had to fire? What kind of shit storms did they stir up and how did you fix them? These are the things that matter. And these are the things that people don't talk about on Shark Tank or on Kitchen Nightmares, or on any of these reality business shows that are out there. And I'm trying to kind of show the hope that can be attained if we organize ourselves and put great leadership in place and have a vision for our business. But I also want to tell the stories like what kind of chaos can ensue when you let your dishwasher go on hour-long breaks where you know he's drinking. What kind of problems can arise when you have that one chef in the kitchen who's really, really good, but has no people skills, you know, what kind of stuff can happen there, you know, and, and these are the problems that I've seen firsthand and dealt with all the time. I have an episode coming out soon. Um, it's called Narciss Workplace Narcissism. Why am I bringing that up? Because the psychology well, let me back it up. Why am I bringing it up? Because in my own life, in terms of doing my own work and trying to heal from my childhood and be self-aware and understand what kind of baggage I bring to work that affects other people, I've almost become like a pseudo-psychologist as a result of it. And I realized that there are a lot of the exact same personality disorders in every kitchen and pretty much in every work industry because these personality disorders exist in reality and they exist within people. It's very easy to point out in TV, but how do you point it out in your own staff or how do you point it out in yourself? And so because I've done so much work to try to be a more functional, healed adult, by default, I have to talk about things like borderline personality disorder and narcissistic personality disorder because I've been hurt so much because of it. I've been traumatized so much because of it. And I'm finally at 38 realizing it wasn't all my fault. I didn't bring all of that on myself. These people were, excuse my French, fucked up in the head and they brought it to work and they destroyed 
businesses. I can't even put half of the places that I've worked in San Francisco on my resume because they're not there anymore. Well, man, if I could, if I could bottle that and I just, it's so funny because, you know, growing up in this industry, there was such a, such a focus on learn your craft, learn the basics, the principles, the techniques, which there's a place for and is that's absolutely crucial. What I've learned though, is that to steal the phrase, what got you there won't get you here. There is, there's a, a certain level of, you have to know how to cook. That's the price of admission. Once you can cook, that's the price of admission to get into some of these kitchens and get into some of these situations. But to improve yourself and to move forward and to get any traction or improve your career, you've got to have a level of understanding of, of business principles, accounting, marketing, design, branding. You've got to have a, a level of understanding of psychology. And I think that's the part that was always kind of just skipped over, you know, that was never a focus. That was never something that they said, you're going to have to learn how to deal with type A, very difficult personalities. And this is how you do it. No one did that. And as a result, we ended up becoming these people that thought, well, oh, maybe this was my fault. Or maybe if I had done better this, then this would have happened. And you know, the reality is, is that once you, once you learn about psychology, once you learn about these different um, aspects of, of any business or any career, then you become much more understanding, much more successful yourself. Um, not just somebody that shows up and punches a clock and then hopes that they don't get yelled at, which unfortunately I think happens too often in this business. And in this business, we we tend to marginalize people if they don't stand up for themselves or if they don't say something uh, the way the way that we want them to or the way we think they should. And, uh, and really what it comes down to is we need to have a level of understanding of, of ourselves and we need to have a level of understanding of the different mindsets and the different uh, aspects of psychology out there because that's really what makes us better, better managers and more effective leaders. I'm assuming you'd agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. I couldn't agree with that more. And I think, um, I think people call that soft skills. And our mutual friend, Mr. Scott Stanfield, who I'm going to plug right now, um, he calls it uh, empathy and emotional intelligence. And I, I love that. And going back to what you initially said, I do think that the pendulum can swing too far in the other direction. Now, being here in San Francisco, I deal with the most beta, sensitive, outrage-ready pieces of shit in the kitchen that you could ever imagine. Now, luckily, I don't have to deal with them too much anymore. But man, I, I mean, so many stories of just people who cannot do anything without being coddled, you know, and even those are personality types that, that I have to recognize and be like, okay, this person is not here for a paycheck. This person's not even here to do the work. This person is here for attention. This person is looking to use this crew, this environment as their supply. Um, hopefully it can be something that is, can be managed and sometimes it can't and they need to be fired because they're disruptive to the whole team. But <clears throat> 
Yeah, I, but I'm, you know, I like where I am right now. I like that I have the old school training that has given me this thick skin where I don't fall apart if I get yelled at. I don't cry if someone critiques my work. I don't, I don't get offended if someone tells me how to do something differently. But on the flip side, now that I'm in managerial positions, I can use that old school discipline, but still use that new school empathy and compassionate understanding and temperance to try to meet people where they're at. You know, it's, I need to sometimes say, okay, does this person need more attention or do they need less? Do they need me to sit there and hold their hand for a few minutes? Or can I just give it to them and walk out the room and know that it'll be done when I come back, you know? Um, does this person like to talk a lot? Do they need that affirmation? Or do they just want to punch in, punch out, be quiet, don't talk, get it done, and let's plow through? So I'm a pretty adaptive person. I can adapt to any environment, but I can also adapt myself to any crew of people to try to make them successful. And I'm not always great at it. I've cussed out a lot of employees. <laughs> I've cussed out a lot of coworkers. I've cussed out a lot of my bosses. I don't necessarily regret it because if I hadn't done those things, I would still be miserable. I would still be working in a kitchen that was not deserving of my talent. I would still be underpaid and I would still be overworked and I wouldn't be where I am today. So um, I, my, my personal opinion is, is if you're willing to face the consequences of your behavior, then you're by all means, you can behave any way you want. But just know that that may affect other people. It may affect the bottom line. You may get a high turnover of people who don't want to fucking work for you, which is going to affect your bottom line. And you're going to have an unhappy crew who doesn't give a fuck about the customers and you're going to get bad Yelp reviews. So just, you know, accept the consequences. Know yourself and accept the consequences of your behavior. I think I'm in a pretty good place where I've got a good foot on the new school and another foot on the on the old school and I'm a pretty balanced chef who can lead people by example and lead from the rear rear but if I need to put my foot in your ass I will likewise if I need to give you love and kindness I'll give you that too well that's that's a great place to be in because I think that to your point there's there's no one size fits all approach and there's no, um, there's no way to say, can't make these blanket statements and say that everyone is this or everyone is that we all have different situations. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different, you know, places that we're coming from. So man, I'll tell you, I've definitely gotten a lot out of this today. I think that everyone out there listening, um, boy, if you don't go, if you don't go check out Jenny, the, uh, on beer talk radio you are doing yourself a disservice because obviously there's a lot of value and a lot of perspective that she brings to the table and i think that the more we educate ourselves and the more we round ourselves out and surround ourselves with good people um, who know what they're talking about and are passionate about what they do the better we become so with that said what parting piece of guidance jenny would you give to us for anyone who's either looking to get into the industry or maybe those who are looking to improve their career what do we need to know what do we need to do how do we do that 
I'm not sure if this actually will answer your question, but I just wanted to talk about one more thing that I think is applicable to all the chefs and owners that are listening out there, if you don't mind. No, cool? I, th I think that absolutely answers my question is <laughs> okay. what, whatever you can do to bet. What, what can we do to our, better ourselves? Okay. Well, this is a very specific um, thing that I want to bring up. Um, one thing I didn't tell you is that I am an Air Force brat, which lends a lot of um, credibility to <laughs> my thick skin. And um, being an Air Force brat, I have grown up obviously being a very proud American, but also having a heart for veterans. And one of the projects that I'm working with right now with uh, the owner of Island to Island Brewery, you can find her, Danny Oliver, brewmaster, Danny Oliver at islandtoislandbrewery.com. We have made 2020 our year to kick off a series of events called Beers Giving. And our Beers Giving events will be held all over the country. We did one in uh, DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth, Dallas Worth area. Um, we'll be doing some in Vegas um, out of my studio. We'll be doing some in Virginia with another partner of ours. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to honor military families in multiple ways. So we have the events to honor military families where we'll do like a beer pairing, talking about beer and food together, how that can be enjoyed, consumed, and prepared together. We have... One with, uh, that is more family-oriented, where it's open to the kids so that we can kind of open up the craft beer culture to be more of a family thing and not so much of a, a, an abuse of alcohol type of thing. So bringing um, STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math while using um, the process of fermentation to kind of teach kids about science. So we've got that going. We have another segment of our brand called um, uh, Barrel Aged Conversations, which are for new brewers to align themselves with seasoned, experienced brewers and kind of banter forth, ba banter back and forth to get information from one another. But the most important part of what we do with Beers Giving is that we are encouraging business owners and whether it be culinary food and beverage or manufacturing to start hiring veterans because a lot of the skills a lot of the things that we need in the kitchen it's not going to come from the general population and i think you'll know this too sean is that some of the best <laughs> some of the best employees you can get are either ex-cons because they've been in jail and they know how to follow a schedule, they know how to follow a system, ex-gang members, because they know how to follow orders, they know how to do what they're told, and then likewise, the same thing with um, ex-military um, personnel, because they're ready to work, they want the work, and I think kitchen environments are the perfect place for anyone who needs a family. They're the perfect place for anyone who wants the camaraderie and that ability, like you said, to work together and to start with a case of raw vegetables and then turn it into something absolutely delicious and beautiful on a plate. I think 
that is a segment of the population that is being overlooked in the hiring process. And I really want to encourage all the chefs and business owners out there to start looking at the veteran population as the perfect place to find new employees. So that's my mission with, that's our mission with Beers Giving. And if you go to my website, www.beertalkradio.net, you can find more information. I try to keep as much information about those events on my website and always on my social media as well. Speaking oh, of social media. Love it. <laughs> thank you. Speaking of social media, you can find me on Instagram, Ginny underscore queen of beers. Um, I will admit this to you and only you. I do not manage my Instagram account. My publicist does that. So um, if you write me an email or anything, I won't be answering it. But I do answer my personal email, which is Jenny at beertalkradio.net. You can also find me at LinkedIn, Jennifer Heathers Eon, or just type in Beer Talk Radio and it will automatically come up. I have a YouTube channel, which is Beer Talk Radio. So make sure you guys go and subscribe. And then obviously, I would love for you to subscribe on iTunes. It helps build the podcast. And let's try to get me to the top of the charts and knock out the rest of those boring, same old, same old craft beer podcast because mine is better. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll tell you, if, if you gain nothing else from this interview, everyone listening, it's important to have confidence in who you are and what you're about. And I think that, um, you know, to your point, Jenny, about, you know, there, there's a segment of society that is a little bit marginalized and is a little bit forgotten when it comes to, you know, the ex-cons and the, the uh, military veterans and things that are such, such a willing, hardworking, just prime pool for the work that we do every day and to not, not give them a second glance really is a disservice. So I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'm very passionate about that myself and have had some great, great successes, especially from hiring ex-cons and people that are in rehab programs and, and looking to turn their life around. You know, this, this is a difficult business and it's even diff more difficult when you don't have people supporting you. And so if we can really reach out and support each other in this that it makes makes all the difference so again thanks to jenny for her time today and uh we look forward to possibly catching up with you in the future i can't wait and i do hope sean that you will be at one of our beers giving events and see what we do and see how we do it and i'll fly out so anytime you're ready let's make something happen in your city I'm going to go check it out right now. I, I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and there's definitely a love of craft beer down here. So uh, we're primed for it. Um, again, thanks to Jenny for her time today, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food, Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.